this is where we do pre-roll and I ask you if you want to do the intro this week and you say no. <laughs> no. <laughs> when did we talk about that? I don't remember that. Uh, last week and every week before this, Mike, we talked about this. No, I never want to do that. You just don't want to be a co-host on this show, do you? No, I have a better show with a real man. A mayhem. <laughs> a real man and a mayhem. Well, then, I'll just do it again like I always do. <laughs> Please do, but just stop embarrassing yourself. Welcome to episode number 112 of Nerd Out Loud Podcast, where we talk about the things that you nerd out about, and we nerd out about, and everybody nerds out about. Today is December the 9th, except it's not. It's December the 10th, year of our Lord, 2015. I am Bobby Pape, and I am joined by my illustrious, lovely, charming, delightful co-partner in Life and in bromance, Michael Frizzell, everybody. Hello, Bobby. Hi, Mike. Welcome to the Nerd Out Loud podcast. How are you? Uh, I'm doing very well. Uh, I was wondering why you left Moon and Stars out of my introduction. <laughs> I feel like we're still working on those things a little bit, but okay, it okay. is apropos Moon we're, and Stars. We're at different places in the relationship. That I understand, but yes, we're in the right place to talk about Moon and Stars, which we will do later. We have a lot of planning to go before we take this to the next phase uh, with uh, matrimony. Moon and Stars is perfectly appropriate, though, because this this is the episode where we're going to talk about Star Wars. We are going to nerd out about Star Wars. Man, I love Star Wars. You love Star Wars? I also love Star Wars, and... Uh, not only do I love Star Wars, but I've been taking some really deep dives on the internet about Star Wars. Mm -hmm. uh, in fact, I have found some information about Star Wars. Oh, uh, really? Did you, did you know there's a new Star Wars coming out? Um, I saw some trailer somewhere, but I, w I didn't know. Because you know how they forward promote things. Uh, who knows when this thing's coming out? Right. Once in a while, I know. They like to let people know it's coming, but it's all kind of a tease. But I believe... Uh, sometime in the next few weeks, there's a Star Wars coming out, the latest Star Wars in the series of Star Wars. Uh, and and some of them are pretty old, but there's a new one coming out soon. Um, there have been a lot of Star Wars. Right. I would hope that this is the Star Wars to end all Star Wars. Right. Right. Because they definitely, you know, you could definitely reach a point where there's been too many Star Wars um, not as many episodes as there have been of Nerd Out Loud, though, this being episode 112, mm -hmm. even with all the breaks, it's been a long time. Uh, and you know, this is the first episode I've ever been on Nerd Out Loud. That's amazing to me because, Bobby, nobody has been more integral to this show than you. You not only provide content, you provide feedback, you edit. Uh, I'm sure you've edited the show before, even though you've never been on it, right? I've done all sorts of things for Nerd Out Loud that you would never know about. In fact, uh, they often call me Super Fan Bobby. That's insulting. 
that puts you on Geo's level, and Geo is not a human to me. Dara Bybee, have you been on Nerd Out Loud before? Of course I've been on Nerd Out Loud. I've been on Nerd Out Loud before you were uh, swimming around in your dad's balls. That's how long it was. That's how long that break was, wasn't it? That the show started way back. It was a ham radio show when it started. And then there was a break and then it came back and it was this. At first it was just people (laughs) sending each other telegraphs. I was already a veteran though that time. But the... But they read them out loud in a in a radio voice. That's good. So I sent you some of that information uh, for this upcoming Star War, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm curious. Uh, looking through it, what do you think? Where are we going with this? Well, I thought uh, we should recap Star Wars Episode One through um, wherever we're at forty forty. How many? Something like that. Yeah, it's been a lot. It's definitely been a lot of them. Uh, uh, and if I remember correctly, um, well, there was the, the TV series originally, and that was back in the seventies. Uh, mm-hmm. and that was the one with captain Kirk. Right. So and I know, right. They made that first set of movies with captain Kirk. Right. And then, um, later on the whales got involved. Um, so, I mean, I, the whole time I admit I was not paying as close attention as I should have, but I believe uh, when they put Spock in that sunglasses case and sh- and just shot him out into space. I mean, what where what episode was that? Right. Uh, I don't know. I remember they searched for him, and I think there's an episode called "The Search for Spock." Did they search for him after they shot him out in that case? And were they just searching for the case? Did they put up posters with a sunglasses case or did they put up posters with an image of Spock? Well, I think they're probably both. Cause I, if I remember correctly, they, it was part of the marketing, wasn't it? They had those pull tabs where you had like a phone number, take one. <laughs> pull <if> tabs. You... <laughs> yeah. Not those pull tabs, not Savage <laughs> Moose pull tabs. <laughs> I like the idea of search for Spock pull tabs. <laughs> You get a Spock and then a Spock and then an apple. Ah, if I just got three Spocks, my life would change. I wouldn't be in the Savage Moose at 3.30. In the afternoon or the morning. Yeah. There's no 3.30 that's appropriate for Savage Moose. No, no, you shouldn't be there at 3.30. No, but I'm pretty sure they found him because uh, in one of the later episodes, it's Spock that helps them talk to the whales. Mm Mm-hmm. Right. And they get a marine biologist involved and it's all very confusing. There's a golf and they, ball. And, right. Know. Right. They stand at the shore with a driver and they are just, it's a hole in one. So um, actually let's stop kidding around and talk about real Star Wars. Um, now before George Lucas knew this was going to be as big a deal as it would be and how much money he could make, he made a movie called Star Wars and it was just Star Wars. And only recently have I discovered that it's now called Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope, which is hilarious to me because the rest of this bullshit was built. Sorry, sorry, <laughs> betraying myself. Uh, I don't this, think you have to apologize to anyone on this podcast. It's fine. This whole thing is built around this movie and it was a good movie. I enjoyed it. And I even, um, when episode five, the empire strikes back, which back then was 
The Empire Strikes Back came out. I watched that and it was good. It was fun. Um, where they lost me, though, by 1983, I was a senior in high school, a freshman in college, and um, Return of the Jedi came out. And I was trying to be okay with it because I thought the first two movies were pretty entertaining. And then they put these little teddy bears on these jet skis just going between trees and stuff. And and I wasn't even high enough in college to get down with that. <laughs> so I was out uh, midway through episode four, Return of the Jedi. And that was it. That's that's six. That's number six, Mike. Sorry. Return of the Jedi is number six. <laughs> Sorry. Right. Because they go four, five, six. I embarrassed, they- I embarrassed myself. I'm sorry. Yes. Episode six. Uh, and then it was 16 years until, you know, um, wife number four or house number six needed paying for, and they decided to unretire this deal. And I have not seen these other movies. Have you seen any of this? Well, first of all, tell me about your experience from the beginning with Star Wars and then you know, let let us know about how you're keeping up. Sure. Well, the original Star Wars came out in May 1977. Uh, Empire Strikes Back came out in May 1980. And Return of the Jedi came out in May 1983. And I came out of my mother in January 1986. Mm-hmm. So I have uh, no theater experience with these movies. My earliest experiences with the original three Star Wars movies as they're grouped in my life, because they all existed when I started, uh, were in a gigantic VHS box set that would come out during church lock-in overnights. Oh, yeah. Because they were a time filler. Mm-hmm. And so I spent my my formative years watching these movies in bits and pieces as background noise while trying to um, pull on the pigtails of the girls in my youth group or playing hide and seek or eating junk food in the middle of the night. Do you feel, do you feel like, you know, the movies, I mean, from the bits and pieces, have you been able to put together the whole plot? Uh, yeah, there's a battle between good people and bad people, and we're rooting for Luke Skywalker, and the Millennium Falcon's a piece of shit, but it gets the job done, and Harrison Ford keeps getting older. I feel like that's about all I got. Mm. Yeah. Yeah? You're not missing yeah. much. That's what I figured. Um, Good robot costumes came out of it for a lot of people I know. Um. Uh, I think I, I think I had, uh, well, channeling my inner Jeremy, I think I actually had a C-3PO costume at one point as a kid. So, you know, gold uniform. That's why I'm Jeremy today. Well, uh, yeah. Let's talk about the costumes for a second. Um, Jeremy has famously sported that costume and all his bits are on display. That's fine. I'm good with that. But the the costume that I've always wondered about is the stormtrooper costume and not, not just the costume, but back to the source material. I saw enough of the star Wars when I was a kid to know that the stormtroopers were ineffectual. I mean, they 
they could shoot a thousand rounds of ammunition and hit nothing that was right in front of them. Those being the protagonists. But what was a bigger wonder to me was why are they wearing this armor, this, this white plastic or whatever it is, because it's weighing them down in some way. It can't help but weigh you down, even if it's, you know, state of the art material. And it, never stops them from being completely floored by any nick, you know, any ricochet of any laser or phaser or whatever it is they're using puts them down for the count. So I say, let loose of the uniform there, Stormtrooper, because you're a bad shot, at least maybe be able to duck a little bit or run a little faster. It's just slowing you down. And if you're going to shoot like that, you should just, you know, spray wildfire. Like you should just treat it like a flamethrower and. Yeah. Stop, stop aiming forth. Right. Cause the aiming isn't working for you. Right. And yet these people who wear nothing but loose baggy shirts and leather vests are running around and doing just fine because they can outmaneuver your lasers and such. Right. It just seems like, um, uh, an over equipmentization as I guess you'd say, like, like, a St. Louis Police Department. You have too much equipment. I was going to say National Football League, but but I'll take the St. Louis Police Department, absolutely. Um, Yeah, as far as costuming goes, I guess the most recent experience I've had with Star Wars costuming is uh, a girl who's made a few appearances at my Wednesday night trivia show in a dress with the pattern of R2-D2 on it, but really low cut and short skirted. So it's more of an R2 double D two dress. Hello. Yeah. I, uh, I shot you a picture in our chat so that you can get an idea of what I'm talking about. Not that girl, but that dress. Mm. Absolutely. So go to robertpape.com folks. If you want to see the picture of the girl in the R2 double D two dress, I'm looking at it right now. Robertpape.com. Oh man. Thanks. Uh, yeah, so it's clearly made its way into popular culture, uh, like that. Um, right. And then, so after I was born and after those came out and I watched them as a kid in lock-ins overnights and, uh, such, uh, I think some more Star Wars movies came out. Uh, when was that? You were about 14. Uh, yeah, May 99 for episode one. So, uh, yeah, no, nah, it was 13. Mm-hmm. I should have been a huge fan of star Wars episode one, the phantom menace. But what happened? What happened, man? How did, I, how did, how did candy go wrong? <clears throat> uh, I think I was just a boring child. <laughs> I don't believe it. And also it was terrible. I mean, I remember it being terrible. I do remember watching this movie. I think we owned it also on VHS late Mm -hmm. nineties. Um, I think it was the law tail end of the nineties. We probably free in a McDonald's meal or something. I don't know. I was a single man at the time. So yeah, federal law didn't mandate that I own the movie, but it did for a family. Right. So, um, my so my mom was a Star Trek fan, not a Star Wars fan. Mm. So I think she just wasn't inclined to force it on me. Uh, I I vaguely remember bits and pieces of it, and I remember it being um, 
just awful. I remember the effects looking terrible and the plot being stupid. And uh, I don't know if I remember Jar Jar Banks being dumb from that movie or from everyone making fun of Jar Jar Banks ever since. Mm-hmm. Um, and did they do a pizza collaboration? Was it, were they in, integrated? I think it might have been Pizza Hut. I got to think. Yeah, I wasn't yet back involved with the pizza business. I was still in the Red Robin business back then, so I'm not sure what the tie-ins were. I know Papa John's, who I would eventually become involved with, was not a player at that point. Right. Um, yes, it looks like there was a Star Wars. I'm looking at eBay right now. Star Wars Episode One character set of nine cups and toppers from Taco Bell KFC Pizza Hut. So mm-hmm. it must have been that. Oh, yum brands. Right. They had in on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. And then more movies came out. Star Wars Episode 2 and Episode 3. And I've never seen them. Oh, really? So we have really? that in common. Yes. There are two of these <laughs> movies not- we've never seen at all. And they're the same two you haven't seen? No, I, I hadn't seen the um, uh, the Phantom Menace either. I haven't seen any of the new ones. Well, lucky you. Uh, but, but But hey... I mean, I'm still excited that this new movie's coming out in January. I mean, <clears throat> that makes me happy. I think it's coming out in December, actually. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. yeah. I just it's coming out sooner. It, it it'll be on DVD uh, you know, sometime in 2016. Hopefully in time for Father's Day cuz or Stepfather's Day in my case. Stepfather's Day you're going to get uh, Colin to get on this for you. Yeah, I'm yeah. I'm hoping. <laughs> God help him if he listens to this. Um, yes, uh, I I do not understand anything that happened in episodes two or three. I understand that they fill in the gaps, you know, into the old movies. Uh, and so I'm sure there are whole chunks of evolution of the Star Wars story that I don't know because mm-hmm. of that. Um, right. So the one that's coming out now is episode seven. Yes. They're calling it Star Wars The Force Awakens. Okay. But it is episode seven. All right. So, and, and I'm just looking on Wikipedia right now. It says that there's an episode eight and an episode nine planned um, for two years and four years away. I assume this is going to happen for the rest of my life easily and probably for the rest of your life. <clears throat> Not only is this happening forever, but these are even coming out at a more accelerated pace than the first three movies came out, and mm-hmm. by that I mean chronologically, and the prequels. Uh, they were all paced out three years apart, mm-hmm. and now it's just a cash grab from Walt Disney. Right, so much, um, so much money to be made here. They should, yeah. there's a, there should always be a Star Wars or a Star Wars in production. Right, and then eventually they'll cross genres, and it'll be, uh. Star Wars versus Star Trek. I mean, it's only a matter of time before those franchises come together. Oh, uh, maybe for the sake of for the sake of making more money, I'm sure Walt Disney and Fox can put aside their differences. And uh, I, I was thinking of maybe a Final Four, like the DC and the Marvel Universe in one bracket. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. What's that, Pat Oswald? Um, monologue from parks and rec when he's filibustering and he creates the tool, which creates the, the universe in which all these things can coexist. Right. Yep. That's all we need here. That'll answer it. 
Uh, yes, these keep coming out, and there are anthology series projects in the works. Oh, of course there are. Uh, I like that the last one on the list in Wikipedia is just called Untitled Han Solo Film. Shit. <laughs> I hate everything. This is... Ugh. Now, I'll tell you what I have seen, uh, which is um, the episode of South Park where the boys try to go rescue George Lucas and the Star Wars rights from Disney. I have seen that one. And that's pretty good. Yes. Because they see what happened to the last uh, Indiana Jones movie, and they don't want to <laughs> that happen to the Star Wars franchise. <laughs> right. Uh Harrison Ford falling out of a refrigerator in the desert is just not, just didn't save the franchise. Didn't renew the franchise. Right. Uh, give me one second here. Cause I want to take a moment here um, and ask you a question. So last week, this show was handed over to some asshole guest hosts. Mm -hmm. And one of them is obsessed with celebrity net worth. Yeah. So I'm curious if you want to guess at Harrison Ford's net worth. Hmm. Wow. Been a part of some of the highest grossing films of all time. And let's see. I would guess he's got to be north of 200, uh, but south of 500. I'm going to guess 375 million. 230 million. Ah, generally right, but factually wrong. Yeah. My guess is that he, I don't know from anything on how the first movies came together, but uh, he probably got hosed, right? Like everybody gets yeah. hosed in the first sure. movie of a franchise yep. because you don't know it's going to be such a thing. I don't get anything from my first podcast. Not a fucking cent. Yeah. Pissing me off. Are you talking about Taco Grande? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They smoked all that money. You're fucked. God damn it. <laughs> Never see a fucking yeah. dime. $230 million dime bag is all you're going to get on a taco grande. Uh, oh, good. Thank God. There's a plot overview on the Wikipedia page so we can continue this conversation. I, scanning. I don't understand any of these things. <laughs> um, did I see that there's a round robot, though? Yeah. Yeah, they made the robot into a soccer ball um, with a head on it. Is this some sort of World Cup tie-in? Are they are they screening this in Qatar? <laughs> yeah, Bali, the the Bali. new mascot. <laughs> oh, there we go. If they could get Wally to come in and clean up Star Wars. Oh my God! Yes, we get a Pixar tie-in. Oh well, I wish that was the plot of the new Star Wars. We did find some material online earlier. Because we planned on doing the show and, you know, tongue in cheek and like, we don't really watch Star Wars or Star Trek. Right. But like, what was it like? It was very early this morning. You sent me a link to some Reddit material. Right. Right. Well, you know how those nerds on Reddit are. I mean, they can find anything that they put their minds to. You got some real computer hacker wizards going on there. Now, when I try to do this stuff, I just hard lock the system, but these guys know what they're doing. Yeah. And so they just sprinkle a little candy on it and they find what they're looking for. So we got some material like 
we found the major plot points that are being depicted in the movie that's coming out here in January. Um, it was pretty amazing to me, like groundbreaking stuff. Bobby, what was your take on it? Well, I hadn't expected so much nudity. Um, being that I think the first six were all relatively family friendly. I mean, there was an extensive amount of violence, but it was all sort of futuristic violence. So mm-hmm. that's okay. It wasn't a lot of bloody violence. Right. It was like you get um, shot in the suit. Right. And maybe that's part of the suit thing, you know, because you bleed out in it. Right. Laser burns are actually extremely difficult. Um, they're really bad. They're really gruesome. Battlefield surgery is rough. Mm-hmm. Um, despite all the technology, but they, they cut all that from the first six movies. Um, but yeah, uh, uh, just, a a lot of body hair getting shaved, uh, yeah. to see full frontal wookie. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I yeah, think the, sh- the shaving really became necessary in the plot because, um, and, and spoiler alert people, Turn off the podcast. I'm going to give the whole thing away right here. <clears throat> this is a, a basically a landlord-tenant situation. And you have the upstairs landlord and his sexually frustrated wife who are obsessed with uh, a threesome living below them. It's a Wookiee, uh, someone named Princess Leia, and a Princess Amidala. And the only way that this couple upstairs, the landlords, are going to be okay with it is if the Wookiee is gay. So we, we, I guess it goes on for like 50, 75 pages of the Wookiee pretending that he's gay and almost getting caught. And finally, um, the Wookiee's friend Larry comes over and misinterprets everything and thinks he's going to have sex with Leia Amidala and possibly the Wookiee. So there's a lot of nudity, a lot of adult situations here. This is not something for kids. So if you're thinking of taking your two to four year old to a theater on, uh, got to be Martin Luther King day, right? Cause we're talking about January. Um, something like that. Don't do it not only because you're going to get shot up by someone who loves guns, but because it's not appropriate. Right. In the past, we would have called this a, um, like a metrosexual situation, Mm -hmm. uh, where the Wookiee is, is, you know, playing gay in 2016. I can't, I mean, this is pretty offensive at this point, actually. It is. Um, I wrote a letter. Good. Yeah. To, to Disney strongly worded. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They don't, they still hate the Jews though. They're like a long ways behind the rest of the world and yet they're still printing money. So yeah. Um, I also thought it was strange that, um, well, the whole flowers in the window, window, attic, flowers in the attic. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Flowers I guess, in the attic. Right. Right. We revisit this cause this comes up in the older movies, right? Like now Luke and Leia know they're related. They just don't care. Right. It's it's more of a turn on at this point, I think, for this. Right. I'm, I'm actually, the more I think about this, I'm extremely uncomfortable about where this film goes based on these notes from Reddit. Well, it, you, no art can truly 
speak to you if it doesn't evolve. And Star Wars needs to go a different direction. It started as a kid's movie, and then it got a little more complicated, and now we're just getting a little more adult with it. Right. So I guess you're supposed to find yourself in the discomfort. Right. Uncomfortable. Right. Right. And you can bury yourself in your $15 popcorn. Yeah. Is this a 3D one? I I honestly don't know. I assume that uh, it is. I think all movies are now. I bring my own glasses, so every movie is 3D. No, that's not true. Yeah, of course it is. <laughs> I bring my red and green glasses, and uh, I just tuck them in my pocket next to my raisinets <laughs> and my flask down my pants, and I go in, and everything seems to be 3D by the time I'm done. Mm. We have our yeah. own unique movie-watching experiences. Mine is not anything like that, but but I can see it. Yeah. Well, it's been a while since I've been to anything that wasn't shown in a porno theater. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I guess it's just different. But I'll tell you, though, porno and 3D, uh, it makes all the difference. Uh, Do you have any more thoughts on this uh, Star Wars uh, 7 that's coming out? Um, No, I, I, you know, we we gave away the plot. Uh, I'm sorry. Don't take your kids. That's it. Uh, I guess then it's time to move on to our uh, critically acclaimed segment. Uh, am I a jerk? Hmm. Am I a jerk? Yes, I'm a jerk. Everybody's jerking around. Yeah. Am I a jerk? Well, you be the judge. Jeremy's never seen the movie The Jerk. Yeah. Everybody's jerking around. I guess my question is for Jeremy. Um. Jeremy Holmes, the founder of this podcast. Jeremy Holmes, uh, the host. And, you know, let's face it, Christy, he is the host. And you are a sidekick. Um, Begrudging. Sidekick at best. Right. She doesn't even want to be on the show. So why she 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 couldn't be offended about not being called a co-host. Right. Jeremy Holmes. Is he a jerk for not having you on yet? Good question. I'm so glad that this was brought up by a by an anonymous submission. Uh, whether or not Jeremy Holmes, the founder and host of this podcast, is a jerk or not. Um, I've been thinking about this, actually, since we set up our run sheet for this episode, because we planned this. And I'm going to have to say, yes, Jeremy is a jerk. Mm, I agree. 100%. Yeah, can we just hear that theme music again? I think I'd rather just do that <laughs> than... Then I need something. I need a minute to to dab my tears. The hand, the hand job. Am I a jerk? Am I a jerk? Am I jerking around? Sorry. Also, in that music, a little too breathless. Uh, it does say that Jeremy's never seen the movie The Jerk. No, is that our Jeremy? Is that Jeremy Holmes who's never seen the movie The Jerk? I don't know which one it is, but either way. Come on, Either way, correct that. whenever Jeremy listening to this, if you haven't seen the movie, The Jerk, yes, you are a jerk for having not seen yep. the movie, The Jerk. Total jerk. You yeah. are a jerk. You are a jerk. Everybody's jerking around. Yeah. Why don't they come out with six more of those? Yeah. Come on. What's he doing? Nothing. Steve Martin. He's playing on PBS 4th at the Capitol with his weird banjo band or something. And right. He's still wearing that arrow thing that goes over his head. That's about it. <laughs> And I actually think he can write, unlike George Lucas. Well, George Lucas only has to write checks to himself at this point. (laughs) He only has to endorse those super terrific happy hour checks. Right. 
so that's it. I am. Am I a jerk? Jeremy Holmes edition. Yes. <laughs> On uh, uh, well, uh, Mike, Christy, do you have any? Uh, do you have any drone strikes? For I us? I do have a drone strike this week. Um, wait, 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 wait! You're stepping on the music. Oh, sorry. All right, go ahead. I've just about had it with baby mama drama. And that is everyone like complaining about their ex and how their ex affects their child's behavior. You all are so culpable here. And I'm talking to you, Jeremy. Ellie is misbehaving because you're a terrible parent. You're the worst parent I've ever seen. Christy is a terrible co-parent. And I, I for one, have had it. I don't want to see any more of your complaints. Ellie is an angel. She's never done anything wrong. And I can't believe that y'all spend all day online complaining about it. So there you go. Yeah, I definitely see it. I'm with you. Um, When you try to nurture a child with... Science and no, yeah, you can't I- interacting so no. regularly and, and no. taking them on uh, special trips to the zoo where yep. you find a hat on the ground and you wear it. Uh, these things are not how you raise a, a drama free child. This I'm is, getting really sick of it actually. He's this kinda, is he's just uh, Bobby, this is time all that time you're talking about the zoo, the the oh, just. All that indulging, uh, that time would be so much better spent striking that child with a switch. Yeah. And then ignoring that child for days on end uh, while you just take pictures of yourself on Instagram. Right. And, you know, you're getting your new tattoos and you're going to the beach with your boyfriend while you leave the child with um, the neighbor or a homeless person. Yeah. Or whoever's around. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So, uh, uh, Jeremy, uh, and Christy, you've been drone struck. Gotcha. Uh, did you want to go after some X's while you've got the drones out? (laughs) Uh, the, the worst girlfriend I ever had was probably completely harmless because I don't usually indulge uh, a female beyond a few weeks if I don't think they're a quality person. But there was a girl named Stephanie and Barb knows who this is. Um, Very beautiful girl and smart girl, but just a complete mess. Um, She would have been a great mistress because she would never tell on me, would never make a fuss um, if I needed to be with my girlfriend or wife or whoever else, but this was back when I was just having a girlfriend, uh, Stephanie, I'm so glad we didn't have a baby because I'm sure that would have turned you into a nightmare. How about you, Bobby? Speaking of being thankful, you didn't have a baby with anyone. I will simply bring up the girl I dated for three months many years ago, uh, 
who became obsessive to the point of dropping in at my work and bringing everyone Rice Krispie treats Mm. to the point where when I broke up with her, all my friends were pissed at me because they weren't getting Rice Krispie treats delivered anymore. Uh, And after our summer romance ended breakup, uh, there was definitely a couple of weeks where, well, a couple of days where she played the, I think I might be pregnant card. Oh no. To scare the crap out of me. Oh my God. And that's a, that card works, man. That card works. Of course it works. I was, I was not sure what the hell every next hour was going to bring, but of course she was not pregnant. Uh, and, uh, I rebounded from that three month relationship with a terrible three year relationship. So thank you. (laughs) Thank you for the drama short term and long term that that caused. Uh, yeah. What's great is when you have a relationship so bad that you seek refuge in another relationship that you will stick with way too long because it wasn't as bad. Yes. And that is precisely what happened. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I've done it. Uh, and yet somehow you have Emily now. So congratulations. Everyone who came before Emily and Sam is drone struck. (laughs) Of course. Uh, and with that, I think it's time for some space news. Is there a sounder for that? Oh yeah. Okay. Sorry. You can, you can go grab a snack. It's going to take a couple of minutes. Okay. T minus three minutes and counting. Everybody get up, it's time to slam now. We got the real jam going down. Welcome to the Space Jam. Here's your chance, do your dance at the Space Jam. All right. It's one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. This week in Rap Space News. Mm, olives. <laughs> All right. Uh, we'll keep your space news quick. Set a clock. Um, Star Wars is set in space, as you astutely put in your notes. Uh, I also uh, have an issue with people who write sentences and then after a period put a double space. Mm. I just finished a freelance project for a client. I had to go through and clean up a ton of double spaces. Yes, I know you can do an auto replace in Microsoft Word and ditch them all quickly. But on principle, it bothers me that people put a double space. I have something to confess here, Bobby. I have a confession. Um, And it involves Emily. Until I met her, I was a double spacer. I come from an earlier era. And... While she's not that much younger than me, she went to school in uh, journalism and knew that what I was doing was wrong and pointed it out to me. So, um, so you're reformed now. I am. I'm reformed, and and it took a while because when you're a double spacer, your whole life that's hard. <clears throat> but I'm there now. It's instinctive now. Yeah. No, that's fine. I'm okay with that. You're a man of a different generation. 
uh, and that happens and you've learned your lesson and you've, you've, you're, you're a better man for it. Well, what, what you all need to know, the younger generation is that there was a reason for it. It was very hard on typewritten materials to differentiate between sentences to break them up in your mind without the double space. Right. Uh, when you were in prison hey. and you had that typewriter that was so, I'm sorry, do people on this podcast not know about that? Hey, um, I don't like to talk about it. So I, I'm sorry, Mike, I'm sorry if I just blew your cover. Yeah. As an ex con who can't vote. Uh, or own guns here in Texas. I'm very vulnerable. Yeah. Yeah. You're the only one. All right. Double space. That was some of my space news. Uh, Taylor Swift's blank space. I still get a lot of requests for that at trivia, mm-hmm. uh, even though it's not our most recent single. And so I end up playing it fairly often. Let me ask you uh, this about your, your trivia. Uh, you host trivia at least two nights a week, right? Uh, three. Three nights a week. And you host bar trivia. How do you control the music? Uh, I fire the music out of iTunes. No, I mean, I build like, like you go into the bar and the jukebox no longer applies and you are in control. That's correct. Wow. Uh, I bring in my own sound system. So notice me, senpai, notice me. Damn straight. It's me and a microphone and I'm the boss for two hours. We turn down the house sound and I carry in a big speaker system and I set it up and I take over. And if people want to make requests, they got to come to me and I got to like it or else I won't play it. It's impressive. Yeah, it's a it's a good gig. I enjoy it. If any of you nerds are ever in Rhode Island, come seek me out and we'll have you come play some trivia. Well, the last thing I want to talk about, like space news is about Star Wars, actually. Um, We know just from being human and living here on the planet Earth how difficult space travel is and how much it takes just to get anything launched into space or bring it back from space. That's real space. Uh, Star Wars, come on. How are you going to hold a war? Like, it takes us, like... (laughs) 70 zillion dollars to get anything into orbit and how are we going to fucking stage a war? It's just a battle of the interstellar fuck suits. If only Uh, that would, I'd be willing. I'd sign up for that. I think you've just defined uh, the answer though, in your complaint, which is that if we took the amount of money that we spent on defense in America and we gave it to NASA, We'd be doing all sorts of shit up there by now. Yeah, probably. We wouldn't be going to war, though. I mean, okay, I hate this planet in this other solar system, this other galaxy. Hang on for 485 years. I'm sending an armada to get you. (laughs) You have to remember that Star Wars is set in the past. So all this shit actually happened long ago. You just revealed yourself as a Star Wars nerd because I did not know that. I have seen the slow scroll at the front of the Star Wars movie. Oh, I guess I was not paying as much attention as I should have been. Versus Star Trek, which is set several centuries in the future, Mm. except for all the episodes where they go back in time and it happens to be go back in time to distinct fashion (laughs) eras of the 1900s. Sure. Yeah, it does. (laughs) 
Yeah. Uh, good. Any more space news? Uh, that's all I have. Good. Cause in fact, I thought I was supposed to do all the space news while you slept through it. So, well, I put my microphone in my bosoms and laid back, but I never quite fell asleep because I love you so much. I appreciate that. Uh, do we have any listener feedback? Um, I got a letter about, uh, about last week's show. I think it was the show that, uh, Jeremy from Eureka and Jesse Dullimore from the, I'm a blowhard podcast. What's his podcast? Uh, I doubt it with Dullimore. I doubt it. I doubt it with Dullimore. Um, this, the, the listener, um, the name was, uh, Dave. He said, uh, uh, let me pull it up. Hang on. Oh, he said that he while he enjoyed the show, Jeremy wears too much eye makeup to not be gay, and that Jesse sounds like Troy McClure. I'm Troy McClure. Uh, you might remember me from films like Not Without My Guns or Guns, Guns, Guns. That was the that that was the email. Uh, good feedback. Thank you, listeners. Uh, I, uh, for my part, tried to check the Nerd Out Loud listener line, and I do not know the password. Oh, sad face. So, <laughs> mulatto prayer hands. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, you can leave your feedback uh, on Twitter at uh, uh, Nerd Out Loud Pod. Uh, you can. Uh, send a voicemail that Jeremy Holmes should be able to check at 206-588-5463. You can find on Facebook at Nerd Out Loud Podcast. Uh, Send an email to nerdoutloudpod at 10710.com or use the um, contact form at the bottom of the page at uh, nerdoutloudpod.com. Yeah. Yeah. And you can find us in iTunes because if you're listening to this, but somehow didn't know how to download a podcast, I'm going to go ahead and tell you right now at the end of the show that we're in iTunes. Uh, I think that's it. Am I supposed to? I, oh shit. I hadn't thought about this. I think I'm supposed to. Am I? I don't. What? What? I just woke up. You gotta, uh, you know, do you want to do the flag part? Uh, you. I think you do that after I do my thing. Right. Okay. All right. Go for it. Uh, never wait for Mike McCauley. He's totally not worth it. I thought you were going to do the one where uh, Mike Frizzell would owe you a dollar. Uh, don't hate on me or say bad things about me or wait for Mike McCauley because he's not worth it. That's a dollar in the bank. Let your nerd flag fly! Yeah! <laughs> that might be the uh, 50 least listenable minutes I've ever recorded. Uh, <laughs> there, are, there are about 10 people that are going to be so pleased. <laughs> we're, we were talking directly to like a chat and a side chat. And, right, bar- and barely the side chat. Just barely the side chat. Here's some money. Go see a Star Wars.